Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Shift Podcast, where we talk about transforming motion into progress in business. I'm Az, the Chief Marketing Officer for Merkel EMEA. And I'm Rich, Chief Strategy Officer for Merkel EMEA, and we'll be discussing our book called Shift that covers the areas that we've seen businesses struggling with that can hinder progress. So welcome back to all our listeners to our latest podcast episode for Shift. We're joined today by Craig Smith from Decidable. Welcome, Craig. Hello, everyone, and thanks for having me. It's a great podcast and great series to be involved in with some really nice topics being unpacked. So really interested to get it done and hear the other views as well. So thank you. No, thanks, Craig. It's great to have you here. And I mean, just to get us started, for the listeners at home, would you mind telling them a little bit about yourself, including your current role and maybe some of your previous experience? Of course, and I'll keep it as short as I can, even though I'm going to just try and give you a little snapshot of 27 years of my career so far. So probably considered a uh, early stage veteran. Some days I certainly feel like that, but happy that that is offset by uh, the experience that has been built up over those years. So very fortunate to have done some of the things I've done. And the majority of that has been spent helping to build the Ted Baker brand uh, from a small UK menswear business to a much larger international business, you know, 50 markets underpinned, certainly in the latter stages with a pretty advanced digital business. So really great to get my teeth into that and help develop that ecosystem and that infrastructure. But I really started as a graphic designer. So brand from a creative perspective was what my initial passion was. But being thrust into the world of brand in those first few months at TED was really the best thing that could have ever happened. You know, learning about the importance of brand, tone of voice, creative bravery, you know, following your market instincts and never really accepting that anything you've done or had done to that point was ever quite good enough. So I've really taken that on through my career so far. So then developing that digital strategy as it became more important to the business and implementing the vision for that, seeing it grow so quickly, particularly in the latter stages, we always did it with the brand. And that's really my sort of go-to when I think about the things that I've done and the things that I'm doing and are going to do. So I moved on from TED in 2019, then went and helped Radley London, the fashion and accessory lifestyle brand with some of their brand and digital challenges until, you know, COVID really struck, had to reevaluate, then went actually into a very different role at Capita Consulting, where I was tasked with re-energizing their experience design practice as they needed it to be front and center for all of their customers, large and small, as opposed to a sideshow that it sort of had been for some time. So everything I've done has always been focused on what the customer wants, how we build the strongest possible relationships and engagement with them, and how we take them on a journey. So that leads me on to you know, part of my journey. So at the end of 2020, I had a choice to make as I've been helping to shape an early startup proposition in readiness for seed funding with a very smart guy called Mike Begembe. I'd met him back in 2019, and, and we sort of clicked a bit. But helping him to realize a grander ambition he held around the future of business intelligence was really too good an offer to turn down. So that turned into Decidable, which I ended up co-founding with him in February last year, and where I now act as chief brand officer. So that sort of brings us back up to date. 
Actually, Craig, you said something about kind of branded bravery and, but also early veteran. It's, and it's interesting. You sometimes forget that in those kind of early veteran days, the bravery is something that gets overlooked. There was a lot of times when you really had to be brave and resort to bravery. So very exciting and very interesting background. Thank you. I want to just open it up in a reference to shift. We, we talk a lot about people actually in the business, people in the role of culture. And we know that for you, culture has always been a really important focus for you in all your businesses. Could you share some of your views on uh, the role of culture in business with us? For sure, for sure. And, you know, in that time that we've talked about, I've obviously spoken to lots of other people doing senior roles in lots of different types of business. And for me, culture, both good and bad, but positive culture drives all ambitious businesses and, and really underpins the way in which a business behaves. You know, how the leadership go about leading and how all the team members buy into the business in the first place and, and how they build a lasting trust with it. So when the cultural side of business and, and the people in it, when that's all aligned, you really get a powerful entity that can do many, many great things. And I see these areas being inextricably linked and all these aspects that really mark out what a healthy business actually is. And, you know, you You've referenced many times it in your book, talking about those cultural aspects. And as far as I'm concerned, you know, they sort of sit within three areas for me, a clear vision with a clear measure of performance, as you said, and that, that team with an aligned purpose and having a deep understanding of, of the markets and marketplaces that you're performing in. And, you know, when we start to talk about a business culture and, and one that is progressive, it will have a lot of traits and it will have a, an open leadership team and that will promote honest conversations at every level. It will have a very distinct clarity of purpose and a vision and a strategy. And there will be an open line of communication from top to bottom and back down again, because without that, you know, the long-term success is likely to be a challenge. But when it works, that is definitely an indicator of, of proper commercial growth far in advance of businesses who don't have those things in place. And culture always starts somewhere, right? And traditionally, it'll be off the back of the founding idea and the team, and that becomes the foundation. It really should. And very quickly, and if nurtured correctly and treasured by the people in the business, it can be a huge commercial differentiator. I love what you said just now about the, the alignment and the openness there, Craig. I think that you know, the two things go so hand in hand, and it's I know it can be incredibly challenging at times for, for brands to be able to, to make sure that they do the right things to come across open. Because sometimes brands aren't trying to be closed, I guess, but they, they just naturally do that because they're so busy and getting the things done they need to. So it's really interesting. And you talk a lot about culture and empowerment as, as sort of two sides of the same coin. How important is it for you to see that culture translate into empowered people? And, and how can brands go about achieving that? It's an easy one. You, you read business articles and you read, you know, what people in business talk about as a sort of cultural play and the words and, and, you know, they, they come off the page nicely and they come out of these articles nicely, but the reality is it's incredibly hard to do because it must always be on doing that 24 seven, 365 days a year and meaning it and doing it with integrity as a leadership team. That's really difficult, right? Because you've got to really live and breathe it. And the way in which you come together as a senior team is all dependent on that being an honest and truthful version of you and individually and collectively. It's slight digression, but you know, you read about lots of businesses and you read about what they want to be seen as, and you start to understand why 
having it in place and being open and honest as a management team and really wanting to see the people succeed, you start to realize the commercial differentiator that it can be. And as far as I'm concerned, senior people that spend their time removing obstacles so that the team can get on and be the best version of themselves is the version that all businesses should strive to achieve. The teams need to be able to respect and want to listen to their management. And because no two people are the same, the best managers of people have so many items in the toolkit that stand them apart. But it has to be, to say again, it has to be ingrained in a business. And that success is really about the people. And it won't work without that alignment that we talked about. It really won't because it, it just won't hold water. It won't be something people can articulate and, and also be tangible in those commercial outcomes. Building on those commercial outcomes, there is a, a lot of focus on what organizations have to do. And there's generally a very long list of activities that need to be undertaken for businesses to be successful and the kind of hard things they need to do and soft things. And in terms of the kind of the culture and empowerment go hand in hand, and in terms of the commercial benefit, what, what do you see for organizations who take that leap and embrace this kind of culture of empowerment? What do you see as the logic evolution coming from that investment for them? I was reading an article recently just about the way in which Jeff Bezos runs Amazon, right? Yeah. If it's actually true, if the first thing he looked at in the morning when he woke up was the NPS score of the business, and that's how he decided who he was going to talk to and, and what the business was going to rally around that day, that's a super articulation of the importance of those things being in place and actually being levers by which the, the leadership team can drive that business forward. But also something that the team members can fundamentally understand and align with and care about. And if that is the case, then everything down from that, and you can see a success from, from a mile off, plays back into that. You know, the underlying culture of a business and its leaders will determine how honest the senior team are about what they don't know, what they want to learn you know, about themselves and what they do, and what they need to do in order to develop their people to become the leaders of their businesses tomorrow and drive that business forward. And I think without that constant understanding that there is always going to be new stuff to learn and, and take on board, test and implement, there can be no real progress in any business. I love that idea of a learning business and you know constant evolution because it, it sort of ties into to what we say just internally about transformation as a whole, there's a lot of brands that talk about transformation and the fact that if they are transforming, they're transforming to catch up it's because they've fallen behind either their competitors or the consumer need. So the mindset of being a learning business and constantly evolving feels like being life beyond transformation, which is, a, I guess, a key component of where we think brands need to get to. So that's really interesting. And, and you know, I just want to say thank you, Craig, for, for sharing your insight today on, on all the topics, especially around you know, teamwork, alignment, and and leadership as well, and bringing those components together. Because we talk a lot about the business with different brands, but it's not very often that we get to talk about the softer side and the people that underpin it. So thank you very much for your time and sharing your thoughts with us today. No, you're welcome. It's something that just, you know, more and more so cannot be ignored. And businesses that are really succeeding, they've got it everywhere across the business. And it's, and it's definitely an honest layer to what they're doing from top to bottom. It's very important. Thanks, Craig. You're welcome. Thanks, everyone.
Thank you to everyone for listening. Our book Shift is available now, so please check out the link in the description to order your copy today or find out more on our website, motionintoprogress.com. Stay tuned and we'll be back soon.